Jessica Libor, and I am an artist, educator, and curator. If you're an artist who wants to create an amazing and fulfilling career in life, this podcast is for you. I'll be sharing inspiration that has worked for me and art world insights and tips. My goal for this podcast is to help you feel in control of your art career and empowered to be the best artist that you can be. Hello, my beautiful artist friends. It's Jessica and I am back and I have a special podcast for you today for my feminine artists. And I have thought deeply about this and I really want to share with you some of my struggles that I've had uniquely as a feminine artist and also some of the strengths that I believe I have and that other, you know, other people who identify as feminine also have. So I'm going to go through some of the common roadblocks and also the strengths for the feminine artist. And I just hope that it it helps open your eyes a little bit to some of the struggles that might be holding you back that you don't even know about. Um, but, you know, by me bringing awareness to it, you may be able to break through some blocks that you didn't even know that you needed to. So, um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do today. And um, I just want to let you know that, um, the first of all, the Eric Contemporary 2021 prize is now open. So um, we just had our exhibition for the last year's prize winner. So he basically created work all year based on the um, the prize money. Um, and the, the winner of the Eric Contemporary Artist Prize gets a interview on this podcast, as well as an article written about them, a solo show presented to them, as well as marketed to, you know, everyone at Eric Contemporary as well as um, a cash prize of $300. So that is to just help offset costs of, you know, your supplies as you're making work. And there is just one winner. However, there will be runner-ups who will get, you know, articles written about them. So if you think this sounds good to you, the Eric Contemporary Prize is open and it will close on June 10th. But the earlier you get your submission in, the better. And uh, we've already had several submissions, and I just love seeing, I love seeing the art as it comes in. And um, yeah, I, and just so you know, we, we did sell a lot of the art for our last, um, our last prize winner. He sold almost $4,000 worth of art. So um, it is definitely worthwhile. It's definitely a, it's a great, it's a great opportunity. I think it's great. Um, so we'd love to see what you have. And this is for all artists, male and female, um, no matter what your style is. Now we are looking more for magical realism, kind of um, stylistically, but that is very broad and open to interpretation. So um, if you feel really good about your work, then I just say submit it. You, you never know. Um, so And you can submit that at ericcontemporary.com. That's E-R-A contemporary.com and I will also put a link in the show notes but that prize is open now for 2021 and the next winner could be you who knows all right and the other announcement is in a few weeks I will be opening a new course that will be my most comprehensive course yet especially for the feminine contemporary realist artists who are ready to make the next 
three months, a flowering and growth like never before of their artistic practice and career. This course is open to both men and women, but is written primarily for people who create in an emotional feminine way in their art. So I have experienced firsthand the unique challenges that feminine empathetic people face in the art world. Some of these setbacks are self-imposed and others are external. So tell me if you've ever felt like this. You find yourself struggling to share your work because it is so close to your heart and emotional to you, and you fear being hurt if you expose yourself. You are drawn to representing pretty things, love, painting, fashion, romance, motherhood, and other soft subjects, and you fear the art world will never take you seriously. But, you know, you want to paint these things because they really touch your heart, and this is what brings you joy. Or you are overwhelmed with the business of art. When it comes to taxes, keeping inventory, marketing, and advertising, you would rather just go back to the studio, put on some beautiful music, and just get lost in your painting again. And you feel like you're not good at that stuff. Or is that that you've just not been socialized to believe that you're good at that stuff? Number four, you struggle with pricing your work over a certain price point because then it crosses the threshold into making serious money. So you think to yourself, is my art really worth that? What if I make more than my partner and I'm no longer the feminine one? What if someone tells me I'm not worth that much? What if I intimidate people? Will people laugh at me? I will no longer be a cute, approachable artist if I ask people to pay this much. Number five, you struggle with feeling like you have to choose between a traditional family or a soaring career. Number six, you feel like you never have enough time to expand your career because you're always taking care of other people and things and have given so much of yourself in other areas. Number seven, sometimes you feel like your desire to have a great successful career is selfish. Number eight, You often damper down your femininity in life and in your art because you do not want to appear silly, especially in a male-dominated art world. Number nine, sometimes you struggle to take yourself and your ambitions seriously because you have been brought up to believe that art is not a serious profession. Number 10, you feel things very deeply, whether that be your cycle each month, the fluctuations within your family or romantic relationship, and world events, all of which impact and sometimes immobilize your creativity. So if you recognize yourself in any of these things, just know you are not alone. And I have just spoken to so many feminine artists who have felt these unique challenges. But we also have unique strengths. And that is what I want to talk about now as well. So, um, yeah, um, we, we have so many strengths and advantages, even though, you know, we do have a lot of challenges, but I like to think of challenges as an opportunity for me to grow. So if something's really challenging to me, it just means that I have the opportunity to like better myself so that I'm able to like rise to meet that. So yeah, first of all, what is a feminine artist? So we all have masculine and feminine aspects within us, but if you have predominantly feminine energy in your artwork, you might feel sensitive to your environment, feeling your emotions deeply, 
making art that means a lot to you and reflects your heart, are drawn to depicting soft subjects in your art like florals, fashion, love, beauty. And you are more drawn to being absorbed in your art and creation. And marketing numbers and strategy is something you avoid or it kind of overwhelms you. And what is going on in your life and the world affects you and your artwork very deeply. So if that's you, you're totally in good company. And I believe that the advantages outweigh the challenges of being a feminine artist. The feminine strength is a quiet strength, like the roots of a tree. Our strength is anchored in a deep well of subtle power that eventually grows to become seen and admired almost like a surprise. There isn't a lot of noise until there's a massive flowering. So what are some of our unique gifts? First of all, femininity is magnetic and it isn't all about pink and ruffles. So the essence of feminine energy is an exquisite acceptance of herself and her work a deep knowing of the worth of what she makes and who she is. Think of a beautiful flower blooming in your backyard. She is so fragrant, the colors so perfect, her petals so welcoming that the bees are naturally drawn to her. She doesn't have to chase them down. This analogy is true in all aspects of life, but if we use it for the art world, think of how an artist with something really special going on in her work is a magnet for opportunities. She doesn't have to chase or beg press to write her up or show up at another person's exhibition to try to talk to the gallery owner. But that flower still took action by blooming her best in a place where the bees could find her. Likewise, feminine energy artists can blossom in their work and let it be seen on the internet by sending introductory emails, by engaging in opportunities, by showing up and simply being present but she does so with a deep inner knowledge that her work is worthy, not to gain acceptance or prove anything. She shines and lets her work be seen, so opportunities that are worthy of her can be magnetized to her. Secondly, the the feminine artist is deeply creative. Of course, all artists are creative, but feminine creativity, especially in females, is encoded in our DNA. We are literally equipped to create souls, if not in a literal sense, then in birthing of our creations. We have a natural propensity to lean into our creations and put our heart and soul into them. The feminine artist's work is often full of curved lines, unexpected textures, and a beautiful intricate look to it. This is a mirror of her mind and heart. And the more you let that door to freedom, uh, freedom opening, to your creativity, the more striking and powerful your image will become. The key is trust, trusting your inner psyche, that you always have more depths of unexplored creativity that grows more powerful the more you use it. So true, creativity never runs out. The more you use it, the more you'll have. And third, feminine energy is full of powerful archetypes and enduring story. Just look at the stories and fairy tales that resonate with cultures all over the world and just don't go away. That always center on a female protagonist. We do not always embody the princess. Although I'm not going to lie, it's my favorite archetype right now. (laughs) Um, Feminine archetypes also include the queen, the teacher, the princess, the angel, 
the servant, the heroine, the crone, the witch, the healer, the saint, the virgin, the fallen woman, and with more and almost endless variations of this. So these archetypes are repeated in stories throughout the ages and have been embedded in our psyche. And although none of us is just one of these things, it can be helpful to take some of the powerful stories and imagery of these characters that you identify with and incorporate it into your business and persona as a feminine artist and also into your work. So imagine leaning into these archetypes that you like to strengthen your art, your luminosity in the art world, and your understanding of human behaviors around feminine lore that persist up to your modern day. And you get to create your own story around your archetypes. By leaning into your favorite archetypes, you can create a more striking and enduring feeling around your art that will linger in the mind. So I'll be digging more deeply into my archetypes in my expansive course, especially made for feminine contemporary realist artists, that will be launching soon um, to be announced. So if you're interested in getting on the wait list, which is no commitment, doesn't mean you have to buy it, but um, it just means that um, I'm going to let you know as soon as it's available and I'll let you know more details as they become available. You can get on the wait list and the link to that is in the show notes or at thevisionaryartistsalon.com. So I hope that you'll join the waitlist because I think it's going to be amazing. I'm literally just putting everything from my mind that I've learned, you know, throughout all my years of being an artist and a teacher, um, the common blocks that I see that prevent people from moving forward into a new level of their artistic career, how to gain more press, how to feel, you know, comfortable talking to people about your work, how to price your work, um, you know, how to present yourself online, um, how to dig deep into your creativity and find a new level of creativity so that your work is elevated, you know, beyond what it may have been, how to keep inventory, how to store things. Um, you know, it's, it's so much and so much detail, um, as well as like tech support. And I, I'm going to do tutorials about tech support too. So it's going to encompass a lot. I'm, I'm trying to encompass everything that a professional artist might possibly need. So um, if you're interested in signing up for the waitlist, please do. I would love to see you there. And um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So that's all I have for you guys today. But I would love to hear from you. Um, you know, if you are a feminine artist, you can find me on Instagram at um, the Visionary Artist Salon or at Jessica Libor. That's my art account. And then the Visionary Artist Salon is the teaching account and coaching account. But, um, you know, find me on there and just let me know what you thought of this episode because I really put a lot of thought into this. And, you know, these are things that I've experienced firsthand. And I know from talking to a lot of my friends that they have too. And I would just love to hear your experience as well. So, um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you guys have a great week. It's such a beautiful day today and I'm going to go outside and, you know, take some time and go for a little walk in the woods before the sunlight fades. But, um, yeah, have a great week guys and I will talk to you soon. Bye. 
Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoyed listening, it would mean so much to me if you would give it a five-star rating. In fact, if you screenshot your rating and send it to me on Instagram at Visionary Artist Salon or at Jessica Libor Studio, I will give you a shout out as a thank you. I also wanted to let you know that I've created a gift for you from my heart that I'm so excited to share with you. It is a free guide called 30 Days to 3K, the definitive guide to authentically increase your art sales. In this 15-page guide, I share how I've created amazing results in selling my art online while retaining the worth of my art and feeling authentic. I'm sharing the process that has worked to get the results for me. All you have to do to get it is go to my coaching website, www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com and enter your email and it'll be delivered right to your inbox. I hope it brings you so much value and let me know how it works for you. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you soon. Remember that you are already worthy and everything you make is an expression of your unique spirit. Now go forth, 